Hey, how you doing? Good. And yourself, Tyler? How are you? Hey, can you can you hear me? Now I got you. All right, cool. Beautiful, man. Appreciate the time. Won't keep you for too long, but obviously got to get into the tour, some new music, and uh, get your opinion yeah. on a couple of things. But uh, I wanted to start off by the last time I saw you out at the uh, red carpet for the Bull for Ronnie charity event few months ago wanted to get your uh, recap yeah. how, how'd you bowl that night who'd you bowl with how was that evening for you i sucked <laughs> I, i'm not a no one's good at bowling are they well there was some dude that was really good there yeah he was a ringer and he didn't he wasn't on our team but uh, uh he came over and gave us some uh gave us some tips on what to do so it didn't work i think i don't think i shot over 100 at all do you remember who you, but, who you uh, yeah, there's, uh there were some contest winners for the the radio, uh, another radio station down there and just some friends um but you know there was uh, there was a ton of musicians there i got to see some old friends uh i saw roy from uh ministry and, and marty o'brien and uh I saw, you know, I think Jack Black goes out. He's yep. he's out there every year. Usually Kyle Gass as well, but I didn't see Kyle Gass. Um, but so much fun. And, of course, uh, Ronnie's wife was there. Uh, I know that they that uh, they did a little presentation, and they're gonna they're gonna actually going to name the wing, I think, of one of the hospitals after Ronnie. Is that, was that true? Do you, I didn't remember hearing that, you know but I'm not surprised. About? I know that I know they raise funds every year for the the Dio Cancer Fund, but I didn't hear about the hospital wing. But that's great. Yeah. So uh, yeah, it's it's a fun time and it raises money. So uh, yeah, and, and it was a fluke thing. Uh, I was doing an interview and they're like, "Oh, we're going to that the, the Ronnie uh, Bowling thing tonight." I'm like, "What? I'm in. Let's go." So it was just a fluke. I I found out about. It. I'm usually never home. I'm usually on tour. So. <laughs> Luckily, I was home when I got to go. Got to got to bowl a little bit, and it's not far from my house, to be honest. Great! So you do it again next year. One hundred percent. If you're around, of course, and obviously might yeah. not be with the new album coming out and a tour going on. Want to get into both those things, and you know, getting into the album a little bit. Uh, you know, backing up for a second, the prior album, say nothing, really was a, a casualty of the pandemic because it had just come out what weeks before. And I'm kind of curious how long before you started putting that one to bed and saying, all right, it's time to move on emotionally and start working on the new album. Yeah, that was, a, that was a sad thing. Yeah. We were supposed to go out on tour and it was all canceled. We didn't, we did end up making some dates and then a bunch of those were canceled. I think we canceled two weeks of dates due to everyone getting COVID on the bus. And, uh, it was a bit of a nightmare for everybody, but, uh, yeah, the uh, the record, um, yeah, a little sad we didn't go out and, and get to tour or get to promote it too much. But uh, it was probably a year and a half, I would say, after that came out that started working on Dinosaur. Definitely felt like it was time to go back to some more riff, riff rock. So really uh, had a lot of fun on this record, just letting loose and, and try to have a, a much more raw kind of organic rock sound yeah loving what i'm hearing so far the first couple singers singles of course dinosaur and, and ambulance and then just recently the the two of us the, the sort of cover of the two of us yeah cool different yeah, approach on that one. yeah how did that come about whose idea was that yours 
It was mine. Yeah. I, I think I was just singing it one day and, and I just parodied it, parodied it. Uh, I think I just started singing alternate lyrics. It's like, just the two of us, we couldn't make it if we tried. And I'm like, oh, that's pretty good. And then I just was like, I should finish that and just change the lyrics and make it about a, a breakup, a really nasty breakup song, <laughs> being stuck with someone, being stuck in a relationship. So yeah, the song, song came about that way. Love it, man. And loving that one as yeah. well as Ambulance and, and Dinosaurs. And we're all going to get it. Is that a little uh, reference to the pandemic or something completely different? Which one? Dinosaur? Yeah. The, the line, we're all uh, going to get it. No, that, that one's more about, I think, just every generation, you know, talks about how something bad is going to happen. It's like, you know, I grew up, uh, you know, during the Cold War, like the 80s. You know, always worried that the USSR were having nukes <laughs> pointed at us. <laughs> so it's like every generation is worried about the world ending. So it's a bit of, a bit of a goof on that, and just poking fun at, at how. Like, I don't think any of us really care if it, if, we, if it happens. Some huge asteroid hits tomorrow. Like, you know, let's just go out and have fun. Don't worry about it too much, kind of thing. That's what rock is, right? It's an escape from reality and not having to worry about that junk, at least for a little bit. That's exactly it, man, for sure. Looking forward to doing that at the Rock Resurrection Tour. We got you in L.A. Uh, at the Wiltern on uh, March the 26th in a co-headline tour. And I'm kind of curious, for a market like L.A., neither ban you nor Skillet from L.A., do you guys do a coin flip, or how does that get worked out? Who closes which show? Pretty much. I mean, uh, I think we just kind of we go back. like It's almost like once a week we just flip. <laughs> so I think we closed the last uh, three shows of the tour on this one. I think we're in uh, Phoenix and a couple shows in Cali. So, and I live in LA, so it's awesome because after the show's over, I'm just taking Uber home. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best, right? To sleep in your own bed that night. Yeah. Oh, it's going to be amazing. I take all my luggage home, not the fly. And we can't forget uh, uh, Saint Sonia on the bill as well. Imagine an old friend of yours. Yeah, I was just hanging out with those guys. They got, you know, NHL 2023 hooked up. They're playing it. Some of the, I think, guys are playing it right now. So big hockey fans, all of us being growing up in Canada. So uh, we're going to have to play a lot of hockey at some point. And it's cold enough, man. (laughs) We're in Milwaukee right now, dude. And it's like, there's a huge snow storm coming tonight. Like, we got to get the heck out of here, supposedly, because got to beat the snow or something. I'm like, where are we, man? I'm starting to miss LA already. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's cold and rainy here, so not not much going on in SoCal. But, uh, you know, you touched on, on the hockey thing. Okay. I was going to ask there you, you go. who's your who's your hockey team? Oh, I mean, it's always been the Vancouver Canucks because uh, I grew up there. But, you know, I'll root for the, the Kings, the LA Kings, because that's my home home now. And I'll go to I'll go to some hockey games once in a while. There's so much fun. Uh, so Canucks are definitely not going to make the playoffs this year. The Kings are doing pretty good though. Kings should make the playoffs. So you know I'll be a bandwagoner. I'll get on the bandwagon <laughs> bandwagon and get a Kings jersey. <laughs> I was hoping you were going to say like me. Like I'm a duck. I'm the other side. I'm a Ducks fan. So I'm, I'm anti Kings. Oh, of course. Well, I've been to a, a Ducks game too down with the Honda Center. Mm-hmm. I've been down there. Yeah. Yeah, they're good too. Good young team, but I don't think we're making the playoffs like the Kings this year, unfortunately. 
No, you guys are not doing well this year, I don't think. No, in, in the basement. That's all right. And we got time. We got time. The other thing I noticed, a, a big hockey fan and uh, tons of theory music in WWE land. Are you a big wrestling fan as well? Yeah, growing up. So, we, yeah, we grew up in the age of WWF. Yeah. Back in the days where, they, before they got sued by the World Wildlife World, Fund. Wild Wildlife Fund. Yeah. yeah. I had to change it. So, I mean, I grew up in, like, you know, with uh, WrestleMania 1. I mean, I, you know, back with Hulk Hogan and, and all those guys, super flesh. So, yeah, I mean, we love anytime we get any kind of opportunity to do something with WWE, um, we're down. We're, we love to do it. Uh, and, of course, we were friends with Chris Jericho, who's like, uh, he's not in WWE. He's, I think he's EAW. I A- could be wrong. AEW, I think is what it's called. AEW, A- okay, yeah. I don't, all, want to, I don't want to screw that up. All elite wrestling. Like, that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, we love wrestling for sure. Love it, man. Love love the uh, the version that you did of the uh, Vince McMahon theme a few years back. That was my first, like, my introduction to rapping. <laughs> uh, I think it did a pretty good pretty good job. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, not bad. I think he uh, he walked down. I think to that song, uh, which was pretty cool. It was almost like a dream come true, seeing that happen. He's the man, yes. the chairman of the board. Yeah. That's right. Do you have a favorite wrestler from back in the day? Is it is it Hulk Hogan, Ultimate Warrior? Is there one guy that that you absolutely loved out of all of them? I don't know. Like I loved, uh, I, I, you know, like I like the barber shop. I like when they like, you know, I, I actually really like Mean Gene Okerlund. It was the the, the interviewer. Yeah. Uh, but I like the Hart Foundation because, you know, um, those are con- some Canadian boys, right? Um, Brett Hart. Yeah. Brett the Hitman Hart. So, but yeah, there was just so many. Um, Coco Beware. Oh, yeah. And of course, the, the, the teams, right? Um, I, I mean, even the guys like Hacksaw, Jim Duggan, but yeah, there, <laughs> that, the there's so many that were so good. Yeah, uh, Jake the Snake. Macho Man. I always love that Macho Man, uh, uh, Ricky the Dragon uh, steamboat, steamboat match they had at WrestleMania. Was it? it was like WrestleMania three or whatever. One of the most like epic matches ever. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I can't remember which one it was. Was it Andre uh, and Hulk Hogan? Yeah, yeah, that same one. Uh, I think when Andre or Hulk Hogan body slammed Andre or something yep. like that. Yeah, that was like the big conclusion. Andre had never been body yeah. slammed before. <laughs> good times, man. Pretty good. Hey, Tyler, one last thing I wanted to hit you with, man. I appreciate all the time. We're one of those old school radio stations. We bow down and do mandatory metallic every night at 10 p.m. So I'm kind of curious that you're going to be involved in that. What was the first time you heard Metallica? Where, when, where, how, why did you first hear Metallica? You know, it would have been, uh, it would have been seeing, I think it was the first music video they ever did was one. Yep. I think. Yeah. I think the first time I ever heard Metallica is when the one video came out and that would have been what? 80, late eighties, right? Yeah. 88, 89. 88. Yeah. Um, yeah. I remember how it messed up. S-O-S, the guy was like yeah, doing Morse code or something with the kids who couldn't help me. I was like, this is messed up. <laughs> so that was the first uh, my the first time I ever heard Metallica. Of course, that was their, I think, their fourth album or something yeah. at that point. So, uh, yeah, one from Metallica. That was my first introduction. 
That was the one. Have you gotten ever shared the stage with those guys? In a, in a way, yeah. We've done festivals with Metallica. Um, we did Download Fest in, in, in England with Metallica, which is like 100,000 people. So that was pretty cool. Um, and, you know, honestly, I think I've seen Metallica more than any other band, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Well, dude, if, you, if you're a big Metallica fan, you can't miss them this summer. You know what they're doing in the States? Two nights, yeah. no repeat weekend, different opening bands, different set each night. It's insane. I mean, no one else can do that. More I'm thinking of bring up Dave Mustaine. Oh, yeah. Do hit the lights. Probably not. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> you know, hey, man, just in having some fun. If you were to cover a Metallica tune, what do you think it would be? What would you like to sing from them? Wherever I May Roam. Ah. The Black Album. Yep. The sitar in the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. I remember I got the tab book uh, and I learned a bunch of those songs. That was one of my faves off, uh, off the, the self-titled. The one, Black yeah. Album. The, yeah, that's right. The infamous Black Album. Beautiful. Thank you so much for the time, Tyler. Can't wait to see you out there at the Wiltern. We'll see you then, man. It's in about four and a half weeks. Yeah. It'll be here hopefully in the blink of an sunny. eye. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully we'll have some be. sunshine by then. Awesome. Safe travels until then. Okay, man. Bye-bye. See you later. Bye. Dude, you absolutely rock. Thank you so much for checking out the entire interview. Now just hit subscribe. Subscribe to the podcast, Radioactive Mike Z. My interviews in their entirety. Available on all the major platforms. Tune in, Stitcher, iTunes, SoundCloud, whatever you're listening to right now. Just hit the subscribe button. Make sure to give me a follow on the socials as well. I'll follow you back at MikeZ967. And bro, don't miss the radio show. Now 10 p.m to midnight on 96.7 KCAL Rocks in the Southern California Inland Empire area, Riverside, San Bernardino County. Always streaming on live at kcalfm.com. You, my friend, absolutely rock.